London Rain returns to the antidote. London, it's been way too long, so thanks for coming back. Yeah, thank you for having me back. The last time you and I spoke, you were making music as a member of Sunset Roulette, along mm -hmm. with Judah Micah, but there hasn't been any music from that project since 2021, so what happened? Um, We're writing. It's just kind of a longer process, but we're playing with some different sounds and stuff like that, so expect a new project in 2024 sometime. Great. So, and in the meantime, you're creating your own music. Yeah. Well, the thing is, your solo work really isn't a duplication of Sunset Roulette. Like, have you been wanting to distance yourself from that? No, not at all. It's just kind of a different expression. Leaning a little bit more into, like, ambient sounds instead of harder like rock or synth sounds, which I still have elements of that too. But yeah, just a little softer sound, I think, than Sunset Roulette because that suits my voice better. But yeah, it, it's not a distance thing. It was just a, a different thing. Well, certainly something else that you've gotten into is poetry and doing spoken word. Just last year, you recorded a new piece, Carpenter, where Christ is the center of the story. So that's important to you, sharing your faith. Um, yeah, it's the main point. Carpenter is right to the point, like it's talking about the crucifixion. Um, but even if my work, whether it's poetry or music, even if it's not like a direct mention, the message is there. So the only point is to point to him, regardless of what I'm actually talking about. Some people struggle with spoken word. I mean, it's performance poetry. They sometimes mm -hmm. struggle with that idea and say, well, it's not a song, it's not poetry. How do you respond? They're kind of right. It's not a song and it's not just words either. Especially, I like to add a musical like soundtrack underneath or a score. So it's definitely a musical element to spoken word. And then, of course, poetry on the page is a little different too. So I think calling it performance poetry kind of sets it apart from music and saying that, yeah, it's words and it's music, but there's no melody. So there's not a song there. Um, mm -hmm. You don't have to, you know, stay in key, for example, like you don't have to sing in key. Um, you can emphasize words different. You can write the words different. The structure is totally different. I don't have to stay in bounds um, with a verse or a course. Um, you, you can, I can repeat if I want to, but I don't have to. So it's a little more freeform when it comes to the words themselves. But yeah, I think separating it has been a creative challenge for me too, because it's not music. It's a lot more freeform than staying in the bounds of a song. But if people don't understand maybe cryptic conversation or stuff like that, which I write kind of cryptic in music too, not all of it is right in your face what I mean, but... Mm -hmm. Um, it's been a way to even do that more, too, and play with words a little differently and stuff like that. Well, you're sort of one of these multi-talented people that make everybody else sick. <laughs> because oh. cause you really do seem to be able to do it all, London. <laughs> Thanks, I think. Here you are. You're a musician, a vocalist, spoken word artist, author, and a professional photographer. So <laughs> does that really mean that you have no limitations? Um. I guess we'll see. <laughs> I can't play like wind instruments. I've no, well, I've never tried, but 
I don't really go for it unless I know I think I'm all right with it. But some things I still, I'm, I'm not that good at. So you'll probably never see me do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then that makes me curious. Does any of those art forms take priority? Um, I don't know about priority. Music is like the first passion, like for sure, which is why I think I add music to the poetry because like I miss it when I don't have it there. Mm-hmm. Um, so as much as I love uh, working with like carving words differently with poetry, I still add the music to it. So music is definitely my first passion. Poetry being a close second. And then photography I picked up over the years of just working around cameras and working on shoots and stuff like that. And um, got pretty good at it on the side. Well, it's obvious that music has pulled you back in because you have something new, a track called Whispering. Maybe you could tell us about the song and, you know, why stories of broken, hurting people is so often part of your music. Well, I wrote this one, um, like I said earlier, we're writing for Sunset, but this idea came for multiple reasons. One, I relate to parts of it, and two, I talk to people all the time that are just going through so much, and you know, they might not ever share that, um, but the world in general is hurting, even if I don't know the people, like I just see stuff online, and there's so much suffering and this idea just kind of came to me and it was a real it was one of those songs like that just poured out like it was really quick like the lyrics just came out of me and it told the story it told the story of two different characters nobody in specific but it was a narrative song and i was like ooh this is different like i haven't done this that much like i tell stories but it was i could almost see a movie with it you know and i shared it with judah actually and she was like this is yours it's awesome. You take it. You tell this story. And so I finished producing it as just me singing it. So the the suffering part, the reason why I write about that so much is, one, it lays on my heart heavy already. And so when I sit down to be creative in whatever form that is, whatever's heavy on my heart seems to come out. And I kind of process those emotions or those hurtful things through creativity. So I think that's why it comes out hard in my art because that's where I deal with it. How will whispering affect people? Well, I think almost anybody can relate to some part of it. And there's two stories going simultaneous in the song. Like the first verse tells the story of an abuse victim, a physical abuse victim. Mm -hmm. The second verse tells the story of more a mental, emotional abuse victim. And then the chorus kind of pulls them together and um, has a little bit of hope for both. And so me as like the artist, I'm almost acting as the narrator to tell the story of these two different girls. Um, so I think anybody will be able to pull some personal experience out of it. Well, the song is great. And I really do love what you do, London. So don't ever stop creating. Oh, thank you. Thanks for meeting with The Antidote for this talk. Yeah, thank you so much.